When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, and welcome to the Wrap-Up Live. This is the official Raptors Republic live post-game show and podcast where we recap, we dissect, and we have some fun talking about the latest Raptors game you just watched. I'm your host, Sahal Abdi. I'm here with our co-host, Kian Haddad. And this live show is obviously produced by none other than the man wearing the Blue Jays hoodie. The Blue Jays have been playing good, Keon. Uh, maybe if you have enough time, we'll talk about them a little bit. But tonight, guys, good. we have some good news. Yeah, exactly. Tonight... <laughs> Your Toronto Raptors defeated the top of the West, Denver Nuggets, 125-110, to 110, bringing the Raptors record to just three games below 500, 33 wins, 36 losses on the NBA season. Last but not least, I ask you guys this every show. If you love the Toronto Raptors, do us hardworking individuals at Raptors Republic a favor and subscribe to the Raptors Republic YouTube and the Rapcast podcast channel wherever you're watching or listening. All right. Keon, I mean, I tweeted right after the game ended that as much as it's great to beat the Denver Nuggets, right, this is a great win. Top, Whenever you can beat a top-tier team, right, especially that being the best team in the West by standing, I don't know if they're still there because the Denver Nuggets are on a pretty bad slide at the wrong time in the season. Whenever you can beat a team like this, it's a great win. But yeah. a part of me and a very, very small part of me is a little salty, a little irritated at the fact that this maybe should have been two wins versus Denver in this mm-hmm. past week for the Raptors. Can't mm-hmm. take anything back. It is what it is, right? Uh, a loss yeah. was a loss. And I don't know if Raptors fans still feel the same way I do about that loss. Still a little salty about it. But, again, the Raptors proved that they are, um, you know, built to play a team like the Denver Nuggets. And uh, I saw a lot of tweets as well, Keon, that said, I mean, if the Nuggets were in the East or the Raptors were in the West, and we had a one to eight seed kind of matchup right there, I don't know, Keon. I said said with Orin on the last show that I was on that Mm -hmm. if the Raptors go up against the Celtics, the Bucks, or the 76ers in the playoffs, I mean, I consider their their playoff journey ended, right? Exactly. Um, yeah, two clearly Those top better. two more than Philly, but... Yeah, exactly. Three clearly better teams than the Raptors. But again, man, I love talking to hypotheticals. If you had the Nuggets there, somehow, some way, um, a lot of NBA fans, Keon, talk about how they'd like Adam Silver to kind of move to that... Um, to the 1-16 to 16 standings rather than just, like, focusing on conference. It is what it yeah. is. What did you think about tonight's game, Keon? There's a lot to talk about. Some huge games from certain Raptors. Um, some pretty bad games from certain Denver Nuggets. And honestly, certain Raptors as well. But we'll get into that way later. Um, yeah. Who do you want to start with? Uh, uh, Freddie tonight was pretty unstoppable from the start. And uh, he's been – with Freddie, it's been a lot with the assists. You've noticed, like, he looks like a much – 
much more of a floor general, much more of a playmaker with the ball in his hands. But tonight, he was hitting almost every shot. And it, it's one of those games where all season he's been taking these shots, really. It's like if he makes them, great. He's praised. If he misses them, which he's done a lot this season, it's, wow, let's trade Freddie. Let's get him out of here. Let him go to Orlando, all this and that. But tonight was one of those nights, and he, he just coupled along. It was a damn near perfect game from Freddie tonight. And yeah. and when Pascal didn't have it going uh, much of at all tonight, you need someone like Freddie against a team like Denver to step up like he did. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Fred Van Vliet, I, I mean, if you talk about a single Raptor carrying the load for the team, it's, it had to be Fred tonight, especially because Keon, just before we went on air, we talked about how Pascal Siakam, like we survived a very, very poor Pascal Siakam game. Like this was... I want to say uncharacteristically poor, but Pascal's really just been off the mark for about a month now, for being honest. And um, I'm not sure exactly what it is. I'd love to just chalk it up to maybe fatigue. Um, I'd love to chalk it up to maybe he's in his own head. Maybe there's something going on. This could just be a rough stretch for him. So, I mean, that for me accentuates the, the type of game that Fred had even more. Huge, huge, huge game. It was a plus 21, which somehow Keon was the third best plus minus for the Toronto Raptors tonight. Yeah, that's insane. Plus 30 for Jakob Pertle, plus 24 for Scotty Barnes, who also had a great game. Uh, Yeah, I mean, who else do we start with? Fred was 8 for 12 from 3, 13 for 22 from the field, hit the biggest shots when you needed them. Um, You you can't really ask for more. And then beyond all of that, Keon, um, three steals. Right, all of them again seeming like they're they're big, big play type steals where you feel like the Nuggets are. are I mean, he got one where the Nuggets yeah. were in position. I believe it might have came off of a Jeff Green pass. I'm not 100 percent sure. Jeff Green, Aaron Gordon, one of those guys, um, and he just, I mean, read it in the, in the passing lanes. He's he's almost like uh, who am I going to compare him to for our soccer friends? Are we going to say Angolo Conte in the passing lanes? What are we going to say, Keon? I'm not a big soccer guy, but we'll oh, go with that. It is what it is. I mean, yeah, you're clearly a football guy because you have no problem making fun of my New York Jets before we go live. But uh, <laughs> beyond all of that, Fred, huge game, right? Um, Jakob Porto, like I mentioned, did everything right. There was a point in the game, Keon, where I was a little perturbed, disturbed, uh, disappointed, uh, irritated with Nick Nurse, with how long Jakob Pertl kind of sat on the bench. I agree. Um, Precious Achua came in. Didn't do a whole lot of wrong. Like, in terms of what we've seen from Precious in the last long while, this game feels like a pretty good stint from him. Um, Again, you wouldn't know that if you look at the box score and just focused on the plus minus, right? Um, Precious Mm -hmm. was a minus 13 in this game, which is like far and away the worst. But I don't know if that really describes the type of game he had. Again, it's just it's a struggle for him. It's it's weird because Keon, sometimes I watch Precious and it feels like when OG Ananobi and Jakob Pertl are out of the game, he kind of has that Jokic assignment all to himself and he gets dominated like pretty bad by Jokic, yeah. which I mean he's the he's the front runner for MVP. I mean, I struggle saying that because again, we talked about that just before we went live and I and I think Joel Embiid for me is the front runner for MVP not by a huge margin and people are going to think this is sacrilege and blasphemous and 
you know, going to name a thousand things that should happen to me for, for saying that. But, um, yeah, I mean, they couldn't stop Jokic when Precious Achua was in the game, which was hard to watch. Pirtle came back in the game. Jokic kind of seemed like with all the banging that was going on defensively with Pirtle and all the running that he was doing from those high screen rolls, Jokic just seemed a little more tired than usual, which was mm -hmm. great. Um, another guy I have to, have to, have to mention, Keon, in this game is OG Anunoby. I mean, talk about efficiency, 10 for 14, right? 24 points in 35 minutes. And again, every time we go up against Jokic, he is the guy who is just left sometimes alone on an island with him. A lot of times they throw doubles at Jokic. And again, he's going to beat you. Uh, he found Aaron Gordon for that little kind of dump off bounce pass. He always does underneath the net a few times in this game. It is what it is, but I have to give credit to OG because I expect poor shooting performances from OG um, when we go up against the Nuggets simply because of the fact that he's using all of that strength defensively, all of that stamina on, um, you know, defending Jokic. So for anyone who, who plays, you know, pickup basketball, um, not even regularly, just, just in general, you know that when you're guarding a much bigger guy, offensively, you are just gassed and you feel it in your legs and you see it in your shot. And I didn't see it in OG's shot at all. Uh, four for eight from three. Like I said, 10 for 14. Super, super efficient, Keon. What do you think about OG in the game he had? I feel like he's almost used to guarding Jokic at this point because it feels like yeah. every time he's went up against him, he's been the primary defender, even when you bring in a big man like Pirtle. But no, he was great tonight. And it, it's just like he, he looks a lot more comfortable out there. I remember I talked with Oren a couple shows ago when he first came back and he was in that rough patch where it just – I wasn't – he asked if I was worried. And I said, I'm not entirely worried because this is something we've seen from him before. It was something that every time he's, – he's been injured a, a few times in his uh, Raptors career. And every time it feels like it, he's come back a little slow those first few weeks. And then he gets back into his groove. And tonight, it just felt like he felt confident. He was taking uh, pump fake sidestep threes. And he was just confident in his shot. He was finishing at the rim. Like, uh, him and Pirtle had a great connection going that fourth quarter where I, I posted the one play. It was a beautiful play. He gets a back cut from Fred. And Pirtle just throws a beautiful lob to him. He was all over the rim around a guy like Jokic, too. He's not a great rim protector, but uh, he's still a big player and OG Ananobi is is getting really whatever he wanted when he got around there for for those lobs um he, he was great tonight and defensively it's not going to look like he, he played entirely well with uh with Jokic um he had what 28 8 and 7 but it just felt like that was like the defense led by him like he made Jokic work for every single point that's what you have to mm -hmm. do when you're playing a, a guy of Jokic's caliber, you have to make him work for everything. It, it's like that with any superstar player in the league, especially now back-to-back uh, -back MVP. Like it, It's just impressive what he did tonight on both ends. Definitely. And you talk about a guy in OG. Like This is the thing with this team. We say this so often on this show, and you hear it on different podcasts that you watch, and you see it on people's Twitter, that the Raptors have so many different capable two-way players right you have og you have fred you have a bunch of guys right pascal when he's on um can be a really really good defender you look at the game i want i want to go back to fred for a sec because you look at we talk about og's two-way level right and 
I think he did as well as you can against Jokic. Yes, at times. I mean, what are you going to do? Jokic is a seven-foot guy who has, you know, Lord knows how many pounds on, on OG Ananobi in this game. Um, Fred as well. Like, you wonder why the Nuggets shot poorly in this game. And a lot of it had to do with Fred, who took that Jamal Murray kind of matchup personally. Jamal Murray, I'm looking at Jokic. Okay, Jokic went 10 for 13. I mean, okay, right? MVP level guy. It's not really shocking to me. I've seen Jokic have, you know, much better games than 28 points, eight rebounds, and seven assists. Um, still got to give him credit for that, though. Aaron Gordon and Michael Porter Jr. are both eight for 13. So the efficiency was there from those three. And then you look at uh, Jamal Murray, who's five for 18 in this game, a guy who a lot of Raptors fans weren't even expecting to play before this game. And, and Michael Malone, the Denver Nuggets head coach, uh, came out and said, I believe just before the game, Jamal Murray is going to play in this game because he really wants to play in this game. This game means a lot to him, right? Playing in Toronto, yeah. playing in right his home country. There's a lot of he's fans also, here. A lot, yeah. He was also a minus 20, which was a team low by a yeah. pretty good margin. Huge margin, right? The next guy was minus 10 when Aaron Gordon. So being a minus 20, he stuck out like a sore thumb today, Jamal Murray. And I, and I have to be honest, and you could see he was one for eight from three. The, the one three hit was a big one, right? That elbow three where it felt mm-hmm. like the Nuggets were cutting down the lead. Um, It that, almost that feels three, like... Sorry. Yeah. No, no, no. I was, was going to say it almost... Go, no, no, so okay, three, you go. By the way, yeah. three, by the way, I, I was keeping a track. because I don't think Michael Porter Jr. had one pass other than that yeah. three. That was yeah. I, I was uh, paying attention because every time he caught it, it just felt like he would dribble and shoot. It felt like as soon as he caught it, it was ready for like a box out possession over, and that was his only assist. That's that one's uh, prominent in my head. Yeah, for sure. And Michael Porter Jr. is like our version of Gary Trent Jr., which is funny enough, two juniors. Um, <laughs> Michael Porter, again, like I said, big game. Going back to what I was saying earlier, you you have to give Fred credit because. To talk about a guy who offensively carried like this, right, um, who had 36 points on incredible efficiency and then also limited the – who I think is the clear-cut second-best player on the Nuggets, which says a lot about their team because, you know, if your third and fourth-best players are Aaron Gordon, Michael Porter Jr., whichever one you want to put first, um, you know you already have a very good team. And then they have very good depth as well, the Denver Nuggets. Bruce Brown coming off the bench. Jeff Green, who, who I was talking to friends earlier, Keon, Jeff Green, does he age? Because he's one of the few guys in the league. I don't know. Is is he's just, has to be in his mid thirties by now? He's one of the few guys in the league who I feel like his athleticism just doesn't, you know, deteriorate on a year by year basis, which is weird, right? I felt like that rule only works for LeBron James. Jeff Green is just I don't know. He's super athletic pregame. Um, I forgot where I saw it. It might have been a Raptors media member who posted Jeff Green just doing wicked dunks in the pregame. Like that guy he's 36. is thirty six. 36 years old, been in the league for a decade and a half, I presume, right? I think he got drafted in 2008, right? Maybe 2007. Um, just doesn't age. Just wanted to point that out really quick. Um, is there anyone else, um, Keon, that you want to mention in this game other than Fred? We mentioned OG. We mentioned Pascal struggled a bit. He was a plus 17, which, which means he didn't – he wasn't a massive detriment to the lineup, right? Because, I, again, we – we look at plus minus as more of, of, of a lineup statistic rather than a player statistic. Is there anyone else you want to mention other than those three? I mean, I do want to talk about Yak a little bit. And yeah. a little issue I've had is I feel like you brought this up earlier. And I feel like 
he should be in that range. I'm going to pull up the box score again. I feel like he should be in the range with the other starters. Like, let's look at this here. He has 27 minutes. Yeah. And the other starters are playing well north of, of 35 minutes. And if like he was a team high in plus minus, he was plus 30. And I feel like and it, it's been like this since he's been acquired. He's been in that 25 to 30 minute range. And I just, it feels like every time he comes off the floor, the Raptors defense just takes a huge hit. And it, it, it's kind of frustrating because it seems like the, the solution is right there. And it's Jakob Pertl. He's, he's When he's in there, the Raptors are the best version of themselves. But he has to play those. I think he has to play a, at least 33 minutes a game. And he's just not been doing that. And, and tonight he was he was pretty impactful. He had 12 and, 12 and 11, five assists. Uh, if He felt like a really good just – connector out there on offense and on defense he was uh he was protecting the rim pretty effectively he had two blocks tonight but that didn't show the full impact of that and yeah, i feel like he sure. just has to play more minutes 100 percent plus 30 if it just felt like every time Jakob was on the floor the raptors were on a run that's honestly how the game felt um and you look and at the one, rest of the yeah go ahead an interesting thing we heard uh from nick in the um in I don't know where it was, but he, he was uh, getting interviewed and he talked about how Coloca was back and he, we were expecting backup yeah. center minutes and Precious playing more wing and we just straight up didn't see that. We, we didn't get that. that. Yeah, we didn't get that tonight. And, I, and, I was expecting that. And 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 as soon as you mentioned Jakob's minutes, I looked at the rest of the bench and I thought to myself, well, who, who are you going to take minutes away from? And obviously the, the clear... I mean, the guy who sticks out is obviously Precious Achua, not because he's Precious Achua, but because of the position he plays, right? He played a lot of backup five tonight, right? And, and yeah, you mentioned that. Christian Coloco, he, he's a Raptor, right? He's back, with the, he's back with the senior team. He's not with the 905. He's been playing tremendously, especially defensively. I mean, uh, defensively, Christian Coloco is miles ahead of where he's supposed to be, um, I mm -hmm. think, as a rookie. You send him to the 905, and he just looks like he doesn't belong there. Normally... With the Raptors the last five, six years, you've seen guys get sent to the 905. And offensively, I can name players like Jeff Dowlin. If you can go back as far as Fred and Pascal and all the guys in between, it's usually offensively the guys who stand out. Delano Banton as well. Christian Coloco, if any of you guys are watching these 905 games defensively, he just is he's a stalwart in that league. And I think, like you said, Nick Nurse mentioned that you know he, Christian Coloco is gonna get a little bit of a of a longer look as a backup five. And he didn't get that in this game. Could have been simply because Nikola Jokic would look at a rookie like like he's fresh meat. Maybe I don't know, right? Christian Koloko doesn't seem like he gets a very polite whistle or very nice whistle when he's in the game. I mean, just he's a he's a rookie big. You kind of expect that, but um, yeah, maybe this just wasn't the game. I know. Um, next up on the schedule, Keon is. The OKC Thunder. So, I mean, that's probably a game on Thursday night where you'd expect Christian Coloco to be more of a factor. But, yeah, Yakra Pertl, again, I've said this so many times, he's a guy you look at, and I think he has to be around that 30-minute mark, if not a little bit higher. The problem is who stands in his way for that. It's Precious Achua if you're going to play him as a backup five. And and Nick Nurse knows that there has to be a balance there, right, with the developmental reps, Precious kind of learning from his mistakes, um, trying him out at the five, trying him out at the four. But Oren made a good point. I mean, Oren talked about it on the last show, and he said, you know, 
Precious may just play better, and he has looked better with a five beside him, whether it's whether it's uh, Jakob Pertl or Christian Coloco. So, I mean, I want to see it. We'll likely see it on Thursday night. I'm excited for that. Um, mm. But again, this is this is a huge, huge win against a Denver Nuggets team who you look at every single metric as a team, offensive rating second. I believe they were first the last time we played them, so they dropped off a little in this four-game uh, losing streak that they're on right now. Um, you know, defensive rating right in the middle, right, with the Denver Nuggets. I believe they're 15th in the league. Um, this is a team that's struggling, and the Raptors took advantage. Michael Porter yeah. Jr. said before the game, um, uh, he was speaking about him finding a rhythm. He said, you know, Coach Malone sat me the whole fourth and put me in with 20 seconds left, I think. So it's impossible for me to catch a rhythm so, then, right? So yeah, it's it's tough. They're in a they're at a point right now, the Denver Nuggets, where they can be taken advantage of, and the Raptors saw fresh meat, um, sort of like you see on those National Geographic. National Geographic, by the way, um, great, just fantastic. You know, Keon, that brings me back. I'm gonna go completely off topic here. Right. In high school. You know when they used to roll those TVs in, and you used to watch those. Uh, are you are you young? Are you uh, old? Oh yes, 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 yes. Okay, yeah. I feel like I'm just. I'm a dinosaur for you. No, um, I was like, I was trying to like, understand what you said. I was just like, I, uh, roll the TVs. Yeah, roll. The they TVs. roll. Yeah, sorry, I don't know what the. I, I don't know what the thing's called, but they roll those TVs. National Geographic was was my thing, man, and um, I hope any anybody can relate who's watching because that used to be my uh, sh. You know, blank blank. <laughs> Um, Chris Willis, thank you so much. He says, smash the like button. You guys hear him. Chris is, man, I got to meet Chris. Chris, you got to come out to some of our Raptors Republic events because he's always here showing tons of love to the Raptors. You know what we should family. do? We should, we should have, well, maybe like one, a couple episodes here and there where we let fans on. Talk. And maybe, maybe Chris Willis can be one of those guys. Yeah. Yeah. I always yeah, see sure. you. That's a great idea. That's a fantastic idea, Keon. Let's do that. I'm so down for that. We don't have many games left in the season, and I would love to do that before the season ended, but we have so many people who are here after every single show in our live section. Um, we have a, a, a live uh, family, which we've created over the last three seasons, which is pretty cool. Um, yeah, that would be fun. That would be so much fun um, because we don't. I kind of feel bad sometimes, Keon, because we don't get a chance to answer every single question that's in the live chat. And some people have great mm -hmm. questions. We just don't have the time, right? Um, but yeah, that's a great idea, and I'm going to keep that in mind. And we got to talk more about that myself, um, Oren, and you for sure, and Aiden as well. Uh, what's next? Let's talk. Uh, let's do. Let's do a little manscaped ad read. Why not? Ooh. I mean, you guys haven't heard heard about manscaped in quite a while, right? Uh, and you can join, for anybody watching, you can join the 2 million men worldwide and use the right tools for the job. Because when it comes to those gonads, those balls, right, those sacred things, um, you do not want to take any chances at all. Um, go to manscaped.com, guys. Our code is still live. Our promo code is still live. Wrap up, R-A-P-U-P. Uh, for 20% off and free shipping on your entire order. doesn't matter if you're in British Columbia. doesn't matter if you're in Halifax. doesn't matter if you're in Peterborough, downtown Toronto. It doesn't matter where you are. R-A-P-U-P, wrap up for 20% off.
and free shipping on your entire order. And also, guys, it doesn't matter what you purchase as well. It could be $10. It could be $50. It could be $100. You don't have to get – a lot of people have been asking, do we have to get those massive $200, $150 bundles for your promo code to work? No, you do not. Um, like I said, it could be anything. There's actually no minimum. You could use that code on anything, R-A-P-U-P, wrap-up. Again, for 20% off and free shipping on your entire manscape.com order. Thank you to Manscaped for helping support this show. Keon, I need to use Manscaped, right? Mm-hmm. I need to use it. Um, I can't lie. I, a couple of... I didn't get sent any Manscaped from, from when they sent them out to us. So I'm, You I'm didn't get any? I didn't get any. They don't. They don't send it over no, to America. I guess. I guess no they only way. send it to you guys. So, I, or yeah. Orin probably. You know, I'm gonna blame Orin. He probably got an extra package and just kept it for himself. No, I'm playing. I, I uh, Orin's a great happens. guy. Or, <laughs> Orin's a great guy. Um, what else do we have to talk about? Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Um, anybody else really, Keon, that you want to mention in this game? I mean, it wasn't a great Chris Boucher game. We didn't really mention tons of negatives in this game. Of course, Pascal Siakam because. It's a negative we kind of have to mention. Uh, Chris Boucher just wasn't maybe like all there. Again, he was three for four, but I feel like you could get a lot more from Chris Boucher. I, I just view Chris Boucher as just that spark plug who I expect 10 points from every single game at the minimum. Um, he's the guy that just brings you energy offensively, defensively, does a ton for you in, in, in that aspect of the game. Um I know someone in the live chat, Keon, mentioned, and thank you to Azim Ali, who mentioned the article Samson Folk wrote on Scotty was incredible. And it was. It was amazing. Absolutely. Please visit RaptorsRepublic.com, guys. Um, Samson, you know, f- one of our best writers, he put so much work into that Scotty Barnes uh, piece. If you're mm-hmm. listening to this the next day, please, and you haven't read it, please oh, do. Great. Like month months of work yeah he said it in his tweet he put months of work into it so please read that if you haven't already if you are a scotty barnes fan if you are if you are a scotty barnes detractor which there's very 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 few of those in the toronto raptors fan base um there's a lot outside you, though sure, yeah there is. Wow, there is go to that article 100 <laughs> there is um read that visit raptorsrepublic.com for all of the latest raptors news um, Keon, before we go, mm. do you want to let's let's answer some questions? You, do you do you find have you found any really good questions that you want to answer in our live chat for any of our viewers watching? Let's see what we this got. This is a fun one. You know, this Chris one? Willis. We got to start with Chris, of course. <laughs> and Chris asks the probably the most sarcastic question we've got, uh, maybe in wrap up live history. He asks, "How much would Otto Porter Jr. bring to the Raptors?" Um, this may not be that sarcastic. It may be a thing where Chris is asking, but if he was healthy, you know, how much better would this team be? And I genuinely think they would be much better. Um, simply from the fact that Otto brings you shooting, which is something that the Raptors have struggled with um, a ton this season. They're, I mean, it, it almost feels like this season, every Raptors kind of having a career low shooting the ball. Um, again, guys are starting to warm up. In the last couple months, Fred's warmed up. OG's warmed up, right? Pascal's cooled down, right? So you're seeing a little bit of both. Um, Gary Trent is is always that guy that's going to be up, down, up, down. But, yeah, Otto 
he was huge. I mean, I said during the offseason, as soon as we signed him, that this is the signing of the offseason for the Raptors. Um, this is the best possible offseason move they could have made. Big guy, 6'8 uh, or 6'9, long wingspan, right? Shoot, shooting the three at a 40% clip. But again, that would be huge. Guy, a guy, a guy who struggled with injury and then a toe injury just kept him out. So to answer your question shortly, Chris, uh, Otto definitely brings this team to another level, especially because of the fact that the bench has been a weak point for the Raptors this season. Um, yeah. What else do we got, Keon? Want to do some Blue Jays talk? Blue Jays. Okay, so they. Okay, so I'm not gonna lie, and I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not gonna cap for the crowd. <laughs> I'm not a massive, massive Blue Jays fan. However, yeah. for what for what it's worth, for my the score for 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 my uh, app the score, they are in my notifications. I do check them yeah. every single day to see if they've won. Right. Mm-hmm. So that that gives me a bare minimum as a fan. Um, but I have noticed that they are they've been winning. I know the last game they played, I think it was yesterday, huge, huge win versus the Boston Red Sox. That Um, is spring training. Oh, okay. (laughs) See, see, this is what I'm talking about. See, I wouldn't know that. I wouldn't know that. Um, They're they're still in spring training, training. which is preseason, right? Yes. Uh, There's the World Baseball Classic going on that's kind of getting us through to the season. Uh, I saw that as well. Did you happen to see Canada score last night? I did not see that, but I did see Canada's jerseys, and they are horrific. I want to point. I like that the hats. Out. I don't um, like the jerseys. The jerseys are not great. Yeah, yeah. Hats. But I'm last okay night, with. last night, uh, we got mercy ruled by the United States. Was it? Was it bad? How do I it even was, check? It was, I believe, Blizzard. eleven to one, twelve one, in the in the after the seventh inning, they can mercy rule it, and it was mercy ruled. But today. Yeah, let me tell you, today Canada beat uh was it Columbia five nothing. Nice. So if they want to advance past the group stage, they have to win tomorrow against Mexico. Huh. Mexico's a tough team. Huh. So I think it'd be either the first or the second time ever making it past the group stage. Is um is Christian Kirk Mexican? Al Alejandro Kirk? Or sorry, Alejandro. What did I say? Christian Kirk. <laughs> the receiver? Kirk. Jacksonville Jaguars receiver. Yeah, I am just – my brain is scrambled right now. Christian Kirk, Lord have mercy. Alejandro Kirk, is he Mexican? He is, but he is not doing – he was supposed to be on the team, Team Mexico, but uh-huh. he had a, he had a baby during spring training. And for catchers, it's tough because they need to, like, get used to every single pitcher on this team. And there's a lot of pitchers on the team. So he was uh-huh. late to spring training by a week uh, – maybe, I think, two weeks – and that therefore he decided to to take the extra time to be with the Jays spring training to, to be with all the pitchers instead of go to the World Baseball Classic. So okay. he's not on on Team Mexico. Uh, is there, but Mex- is there any other t- good team? Yeah, I was gonna say, is there any other players on that t- on that uh, Mexican team that are From like Toronto? Uh, no, just Randy Rosarena. Randy Rosarena is on Team Mexico. Okay. He's he's big, and I, I can't really think of anyone else. You know, um, Canada has um, they're not great either. They do have Freddie Freeman. If you've heard, have you heard of Freddie Freeman? I've heard of Freddie Freeman. I have, but I'm laughing at Azim Ali's uh, comment. He said Christian Kirk Loco. Yeah, brain oh. scramble. Three different uh, leagues. Um, <laughs> That's three different leagues. Gone. That's three different leagues. It is. 
Um, Freddie Freeman, first baseman. I don't know what I, – I think he was on the Braves. Dodgers. I don't know if he's still there. Dodgers. He's, he was he's born Dodgers. and raised in – Born and raised in America, but he's on Team Canada because of his mother who passed away. So that's great. Oh, but he did get hurt. He got hurt today. His mother was Canadian and embraced it, and he wanted to honor her for, by playing incredible. for Team Canada. So, that, so that's great. I and he that. got injured today, sadly. Oh, but no. And I don't know if he comes back because he's probably worried about the actual season. I don't know if he wants to risk injury, but he's been great. He's a great player. And I'm is he? Is he, he uh, is he Canada's best player? Yes, by far. Okay. By far. Is there anyone else that's and not on this on this Canadian team that's that like rivals him in, in terms of talent? That's not on this Canadian team. Like yeah. any other player. Any other player. Um, he's I think probably the best first baseman in baseball. I'd Ooh. I'd say he's better than Vladdy. I'd say he's okay. better than Vladdy right now. All right. The Jays, I'm, I'm very excited for the Jays' upcoming season. I think they have World Series potential, but we'll see. We'll see. Let's worry about the Raptors. Yeah, let's worry about the Raptors. Um, everyone's wondering now: is this a is this is this Blue Jays baseball talk, or are we, is this a Raptors show, Raptors podcast? We switch it up here and there, guys. Come on, yeah, we can switch Blue it up Jays, here and there. Blue Jays live. This yeah, summer. exactly. I'll try. I'll try. I'll try to get it going. Blue Blue Jays rap, okay, no, Blue Jays up, uh, no, okay. I'm gonna think about one. Um, we'll switch it up here and there. Um, all right, Keon, it's been 33 minutes, and That's we have chance. recapped the game the uh, the best we possibly could. A fantastic game again to go back for Fred Van Vliet, OG Ananobi, two great games from them. Scotty Barnes, who honestly we didn't touch on much in this game, who had a fantastic game as well. Took advantage where he needed to. Eight for sixteen from the field. Eighteen points, seven rebounds, five assists, a steal. Um, that our tax just, man. Just a typical great game for Scotty. Uh tax man. Oh, hmm. I think I think it's pretty obvious. I'll put it on the screen for you. I mean, you say it then. You you say it. Fred Van Vliet, absolutely great. You know when he has him. one of these nights. Because we see how he plays when he does not having one of his nights where he's missing contested pull-up threes with 15 seconds on the shot clock, yeah. how bad it can be. So when he has one of these games, we should praise it, and we should give him the tax, man, because these games come around, but we don't know how often they're going to come around. It's, it's very volatile. But today it came around. He's the tax man. Fred Van Vliet is your Can-Am tax man of the night, and you can see it, guys, in the top right screen if you're watching live. Can visit canamtax.com. You could call 416-243-2912 as well um, for Canem tax, any sort of things. Guys, we're still in tax season. And if you're an accountant and you're watching this, if you're an accountant and you're listening to this, part of me feels sorry for you because I have one of my closest friends is an accountant, accountant and he complains nonstop this time of the year about how much work, what his workload is like. So, I mean, I'm sending all the love and all the sympathy in the world to you guys. Um, visit canamtax.com. Your player of the game is Fred Van Vliet. We're going to wrap it up there. If you haven't left us yet, please do not leave us just yet. We need you to subscribe to the Raptors Republic YouTube as well as our podcast channel, The Rapcast. Like it, comment, because I do look at the comments even after we go live and I try my best to respond to some of them. 
this was the wrap up your official Raptors Republic post game live show where tonight your Raptors defeated the top of the Western Conference Denver Nuggets 125 to 110 bringing the Raptors record to just three games below 500 I believe they still stand and you can fact check me here Keon ninth in the east one um, game big back. Log jam. Yeah, one game back. Big Atlanta, log jam. Atlanta, Atlanta took no opportunity from our losses. They, they just yeah. did not capitalize. They are not doing good. Fraud even with Quinn Snyder. Yeah, Quinn Snyder is not going to help that team. Just mm-hmm. absolute fraud of a team. Live show was produced by Keon Haddad. That was it for myself, Sahal Abdi, again here with my co-host Keon. We'll see you all on Thursday night versus the OKC Thunder. Uh, love watching OKC games simply because the best Canadian basketball player breathing will be on the court. Hopefully, I haven't been keeping up with OKC. I don't know if he's going through injury or something else, but you would hope that Shane plays. He doesn't play back to backs, and that is not a back to back. I just looked, so he should be good. All right, then looks like we're good to go. We loved having each and every one of you here with us, spending time with us on a Tuesday night. Um, and if you're wa- if you're listening to this on Wednesday, we love you as well. Um, thank you for tuning into the wrap up live. Um, Keon, any last words? Fins up. Okay, no, we're not ending it like that. See, I'm not doing that. <laughs> why not? I'm not doing that because, <laughs> because we're not Dolphins fans. That's why. We speak for yourself. We're Jets fans on wrap up live, right, everybody? All right, take care. Have a good one. Uh, me and my, me and, uh, my co host, Keon, wish you all the best. Take care. Bye.